Hi there, and welcome to WOW Talk. My name is Donna. And my name is Darlene. And today we are going to talk about um, multivitamins. I believe we've had a question from one of our listeners. And what was the question exactly? It was, which vitamin should I take? Correct. Which multivitamin should I take? Which is one of the most common questions I am asked in my career. And my answer is, jokingly, I have no idea. You so. don't. If you don't, <laughs> how can any of us know? I know. So so there's no such thing as a multivitamin. And I I say that to people to just open their mind. And it's it's the truth. Because if you walk into any health food store or a drug store at every quality level, um, even into a naturopath's office, you might see more than one multivitamin. So company ABC, they each have a different multivitamin. You turn the bottles on their side, you look at the ingredient list and you'll see, oh, this company put 10 things in it and this company put 20 things in it. And the list is completely different. And at least now some of the companies will at least have two options. Oh, it's a woman. It's a man. It's middle-aged oh it's a prenatal and it's funny when i when i have or it's a child remember oh. those flintstone vitamins oh, i remember I eating those and my mother would get the ones with the iron and maybe they all had an iron and i just remember they were a little bitter yet we always wanted them because they were in the shape of the flintstones for sure for sure <laughs> go on i know even even the pregnant moms that i have as patients and they ask which which prenatal should i take and i i don't know like you can look at at one that has you know, more iron, more calcium, etc. So ultimately, it you should only supplement what you are deficient in. And you have to find the product list that matches your particular deficiencies. Okay, so having said that, how does one find out what they are deficient in? So it depends on the nutrient. So some tests like iron. Iron is testable through blood and the B vitamin. So the medical doctor might give you some indication of that. Same thing with the vitamin D. So some nutrients are tested well through blood work. But nutritionally, I wish there was one test fits all, one test tests all, but there isn't. But I test everybody's hair. And in, in hair, you can test the majority of the minerals. So calcium, magnesium, iron, zinc, copper, selenium, they're all on the list. How do you test hair? Well, um, it can't be recently colored, so we want what's called virgin hair. And I cut in a very discreet way, close to the scalp, at the back, where it doesn't show. And I send in only the inch closest to the scalp, which is the most recent hair growth. And it's sent by mail to a lab here in Ontario, where they wash the hair, melt the hair, and test all the minerals in it. Wow, that is fascinating. And what sort of things would you discover? Is it a whole list of things? Uh, so, yes. Yeah. It, the reason I started testing everybody's hair is actually because on that list, we are also measuring heavy metals. And 50% of my patients score toxic amounts of multiple heavy metals because of where we live. And that's how it all started. But the majority of the list of what's tested is the minerals. So in a multivitamin, there are vitamins and minerals. So um, so for the vitamins, 
there are blood tests for some of them and for the minerals it's um, you can get almost all of the minerals tested on that one test through hair. Is there any other test besides blood and hair or would you say those are the the best really that's where you start it, it depends on the patient and their age group so for instance after menopause it's common for a woman to get a bone mineral density test which a lot of women are attracted to taking calcium but you shouldn't take it if you don't need it so there's also a potential harm so so the first rule in medicine is cause no harm so the stats i last heard were that one third of canadians consume calcium so it's a big market but um, about several years ago there were some studies discussing how calcium supplementation can lead to heart disease and hardening of the arteries and kidney stones and gallstones all of which is true so so when somebody takes a supplement that they don't need or it's not the right version of calcium so calcium comes as calcium carbonate calcium citrate etc you have to take it only if you need it, the right kind, the right dose, and the right duration. Wow, and I guess the best way to find out is by seeing a naturopath and going through different tests. Well, not different tests. The hair test is a big one. Um, now, also, let's say we're feeling symptoms, but we shouldn't self-diagnose either. So I guess what would you say then? The starting point would be find a naturopath, find someone you feel comfortable with. Would, is that what you would suggest? Just for the average person. So, because I think of us walking into a store, a health food store, and, and, and thinking, I'm not really feeling that I have a lot of energy, or I feel like I want to like eat better, live better, be more healthy. It's best to get guidance, I guess, because we could be causing more harm if we just pick things off a shelf, because we've heard maybe we should be taking calcium or vitamin D or what have you. Definitely. And and you, you made a really great point when you used the word symptom. So so first of all, if you're having symptoms, um, I would definitely recommend that you talk with a naturopath. And you never know, the patient never knows if that symptom is more concerning or less concerning. And um, so that's usually the reason the person comes and makes an appointment is because they have symptoms and maybe they've already consulted Dr. Google and they <laughs> haven't really figured it out yet. Um, but I'm more interested in the people who do not have symptoms. So in my practice at this point, about 20% of the patients that I have have come without symptoms. Maybe they heard about what kind of work I did on their family member, or maybe they were the driver who, who listened to the appointment and they said, hey, I want my hair tested too, or I want to see my blood under the microscope. And also another uh, category of patients would be the cancer survivors. When the cancer, the physical manifestation of the cancer has been dealt with, maybe by their medical doctor with surgery or radiation, and um, there may not be symptoms, may, there may never have been any symptoms. Even in bone density, people with weak bones do not have symptoms, right? So, um, so it's very important for prevention or for cancer aftercare to touch base, even without the symptoms. 
So in the hair analysis and the live cell microscopy, those are two of my favorite tools for looking for issues with health that are in the earlier stages before the symptoms. And certainly nutritional deficiencies, there's a very big blind spot of, of having deficiencies of calcium, of vitamin D before you feel it. Wow, interesting. You mentioned blood under the microscope, which I believe is that live cell micro... What is that word? Correct. Live cell microscopy. Microscopy. Yes. Okay, please yes. explain what that is and where we can get that test. Awesome. Yes. So so that's a, a test that's very um, fun for patients. So we prick the finger and we have our own microscope in the office and that fresh drop of blood is viewed immediately under the microscope. So the blood is still alive for the first 20 minutes that it left your body. Whereas with medical doctors, the blood is drawn out of the body, preserved in a test tube and sent to the lab. The blood is dead by the time the lab performs the test. So, so when you're looking at blood that's still alive, it's, it's like if you had a big zipper and you opened your blood vessel and swam around with your white blood cells and your red blood cells to just see not just how many cells are there, but what is their texture, what is their shape, what is their behavior, what kind of undigested food fragments are in the plasma. So, so that test does also give certain nutritional information about B vitamins and iron and digestive enzymes. So primarily that test is for nutritional digestive problems or immune issues. We can see the different components of the immune system and cardiovascular health. Again, looking for things that you do not feel, like how sticky are your platelets? Are you even digesting the fish oils that you're taking? So, so with supplements, another thing is, okay, let's, let's assume that you have chosen the right supplement. It's still dependent on, did you digest it? Did you absorb it? That is very interesting because I was taking B12, but my body was not absorbing it. And it was not discovered until I did a blood test. And that was seen. And then, of course, they had to go through investigating why am I not absorbing the B12. And so for a while, now this is back when I was pregnant, and this was through a medical doctor, um, but they uh, were then giving me shots, which I have done since then as well, because you've had my blood tested here also. And uh, anyway, right now everything is good, but it's uh, very interesting because you're right. In that case, I was taking exactly what I was um, it's prescribed to take, yet my body was not absorbing it. So we wouldn't have known until we did that test. But that is wonderful. So people could just call up your office and book appointments to do the either test, I guess, or both tests. Absolutely. I guess both would be really beneficial. Both is wonderful. Sometimes yeah. we, we have a preferred test to start with based on what the person says. And, and, if a person does book just to, to be screened or a wellness test, sometimes the investigating might have more to do with family history. So you might be the young and healthy one who scores really well, but if there's a lot of breast cancer running in your family, we might start talking about digital infrared thermography. 
So, so the conversation can go in any direction, but, but certainly uh, listeners are welcome to come in for screening because they would be joining the other 20% of my patients who come in for the exact same reason. And those are actually my, my most enjoyable appointments because I, I enjoy where the conversation goes. And, and when, when someone has that kind of an appointment, something always comes out of it. Wow, that sounds fantastic. And I know it is because I'm one of those 20% for the most part, but I've also seen you for other serious things as well. So, but I think when I, we first met, it was because I was in that 20% category and then my life evolved. But anyway, on that note, is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Today? Sure. One, one more point too, is that going back to that golden first rule of medicine, first cause, no harm is the also um, the mixed use of medications with supplements that that's one of the big strengths of naturopathic medicine is helping people navigate how to safely and effectively um, merge the use of supplements with medications because natural does not mean safe natural products can interfere with the performance of a birth control pill or overlap with you know um, cholesterol medications and garlic overlap or or if there's an upcoming surgery there are things that you should not take close to anesthetics so so definitely if if listeners are on medications it's best to to have the professional advice of a naturopath that is great great advice thank you so much and thank you all for listening please send in more questions we love to hear from you and I guess that's it for now. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye. Bye.